Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Hallie. And we're the hosts of Metaphysical Nomads. Woo! Metaphysical Nomads is the podcast where we teach you a little bit about everything metaphysical uh, based on our own personal experience. And we are not experts in any. Not at all. In any re regard whatsoever. We've just read a lot of things. Or we've done a lot of things. And today, very excited. Hallie, what are we going to talk about? Reincarnation. Woo! Yeah, reincarnation is a fascinating subject. And I'm sure most of our listeners have at least heard of the concept, but the idea idea is, and it's actually a major component of several belief systems, including the Hindu religion and many others around the world, is the concept that we as our souls uh, come back to earth again and again and again. Sometimes people are new to earth. Sometimes they've been here many, many times to work out their karma, which are kind of their, their spiritual debts and to learn lessons and to help the soul's growth and and your own personal growth. Do you think I kind of summarized that, Hallie? Or I there... do, I do. I would mention that if you are going to get into kind of more specific religious ideas of reincarnation, um, in certain religions there, they have more structured rules about reincarnation, whereas other people just kind of believe, you know, you can be reincarnated as whatever. Um, but I know in like original Hindu reincarnation, you were reincarnated as someone based on your karma from your past life. Um, they use this to solidify a caste system. Um, but when we're talking about reincarnation today, we're going to be taking kind of more of a general approach, um, which is that, you know, you reincarnate uh, and you can reincarnate as anything or anyone. Like anything like, like bugs and animals and, yes. you know, people and... Okay. So trees? Trees. You can reincarnate as trees. What about fairies or any? That's a subject <laughs> well, maybe of another. That's another yeah, that's, another, that's another podcast. Another podcast. Okay. So um, some religions, particularly Western religions, do not typically believe in reincarnation, but they do believe in the concept of a heaven or even a hell where your soul would reside after your one life on this planet. But again, reincarnation is really the concept that we have multiple lives on these planets and that you're actually, there's an ability to um, access these memories and find out more about your past incarnations on the earth. So I have a story. <laughs> I will start off because this happened years and years and years ago. And in my spiritual seeking, you know, of course, I'm up for anything. And somebody advertised, and this is well before you were even born, Hallie, but somebody was advertising hypnosis as a way to access past lives. So of course I'm like, I'm all in, you know, I want to know what my past lives were. So I go to this woman, I don't remember even who it was. And it was like a little, you know, psychologist office or something along those lines. And I'd never even been hypnotized before. And so I get into the chair and, you know, she explains that she's going to go back and help me access these past lives. And of course, I'm all in. But she says, usually when we do this, we need to have something particular that we're working on. Like, you know, some people, when they go through this process, may have an addiction that they want to help uh, resolve or a past um, trauma or a curiosity about something in your current life that we need to go back into past lives and see where this what might have happened. 
And so I didn't, I wasn't really prepared for that, but I came up with something. And my something was that way back when, I mean, ever since I could remember as a kid, I was a really particular eater and, and oddly so, whenever like a bug would touch my food or get in my food or die in my food, which happens, or I'd find something in my food, I would just freak out, would not eat that food or any food for an extended period of time. And I just had this weird thing about bugs in my food. I mean, I wouldn't really want to find bugs in my food either. I know, we're... but I would like, I'd go overboard, like creeped out, could not, you know, even if I was starving, would not eat the food. Okay. So anyway. All right. So I said, well, I'd just like to know where this is coming from. And can we clear this? Because honestly, at picnics, it poses a bit of a challenge. I need to get past <laughs> my bug thing when it comes to food. So the the person who was doing this past life regression did this hypnosis. I felt, of course, really relaxed. They get you into some, you know, kind of alpha state or whatever the state is called when you're in deep meditation. Theta. And is it theta? I don't oh. know, whatever it is, whatever the deep state is in, in meditation. And so I was, you know, calm and I was breathing. And anyway, she's like, okay, I'm going to walk you through. She's like, I, you know, you tell me in what past life, you know, go to that time when you first had this issue with the bugs and the food. And oddly, immediately in my mind, I come up with this I don't know if I want to call it a memory story, because at this point, I don't know what I believe. But bottom line is I immediately see myself who's really not myself. I'm now a man living in biblical times with like a herd of sheep, like sort of a shepherd. And I'm living in, in these sort of grass huts or whatever. And I have a wife and I have a family and there is a whole issue around contamination of the food. And we cannot eat the food because it is killing people. It is making people sick. And then eventually some of these food issues, we have to set the food on fire, I guess, because of the bugs and things that are in the food. And then unfortunately, that then catches my house on fire. And my name, interestingly enough, is Adam at the time, catches my house on fire, which then kills my wife and I survive with some of my sheep and I'm totally traumatized. Okay. So that was my story. Fair enough. That sounds <laughs> traumatic. <laughs> Very traumatic about food, bugs and food, about how all this happened. And all, oddly, this whole story is like just coming out, like out of nowhere. Like, where is this even coming from? Wild. And then she does work to like, talks me through to kind of clear that memory and that trauma. And we're all done. She brings me back whatever. I will tell you, I've never had the problem ever since I had that hypnosis session. So I have no idea whether that was a true past life situation, a real memory going into it. All I know is whatever the therapy was, it worked and I was hooked. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> a great start to this podcast. <laughs> I like that story. <laughs> that is a fantastic story. I, that's very interesting. And then, I mean, Hallie and I can talk about this, like over our time, various times talking to psychics and uh, energy workers and going and getting, you know, I mean, all kinds of metaphysical body work or mental health work. They're, they're always telling us about our past lives. They are, they are. Well, you, you more so than me. I've only had Really, you know, when I talk to, to people about my past lives, there's only really three stories, um, four, four stories that have kind of been brought up about my potential past lives. Um, but I have asked about my past lives and I kind of get 
a lot of times the response of, you know, you don't need to know about your past lives right now. Um, which feels kind of rude because they're my past lives and I feel like, you know, I should be able to know about them. But I, I, I get a lot of time that, you know, you've got other things to worry about right now. You don't get to know your future and you don't get to know your past. Just focus on the moment. And um, Which is not a bad way to live your life. Not a bad way to live your life does feel kind of rude when you want to learn about your past lives. But, hey, I, I got a couple of them. Um, the very first past life of, about myself that I had ever learned about came from my mother, who, which came from a psychic, um, who had said, my, my, when I was born, my mom said that I was born frustrated, uh, and she wanted to find out why. And so she went to a psychic. And the psychic said that I was writing a chemistry book. And I was like really trying to get this book done. And, you know, I'd been spending years and years and years on this book. And uh, right before, and then I died right before I could finish it and get it published, um, which does sound highly frustrating. Uh, and definitely would explain why uh, I was a motivated young child and very upset that I couldn't start writing chemistry books immediately. Yeah, and maybe why you're a writer today. Who and maybe why I'm a writer okay, today. Okay, well, that's a good story. All right, what else you got? My other, my second favorite past life story um, comes from when Henry and I were little. Uh, that's my brother. We were, my mom was meditating and we walked into my mom's room. And so she was then started, uh, you know, like, oh, we're like, oh, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I'm meditating. And, you know, like, oh, what are you talking about? And And we were kind of talking about, you know, oh, let's, you know, we can maybe go into your past lives. You can go and see other things. So we go and I'm thrilled by this. I'm like, this sounds phenomenal. Teach me how to do this. And she goes into this meditation where I like get into an elevator and I try to learn about my past lives. And I, I don't think I really saw much. I, I remember like a green field of something. Um, but then we switched over to my brother. Uh, and my brother, younger than me, clearly was not taking this seriously at all because he goes into goes into his elevator and he finds like a giant spaghetti monster um and i just had as we were trying to find our past lives and henry decided that it was spaghetti time okay so basically that's not a past life story <laughs> no, at all it's just a good funny story. okay that's just a funny story about you attempting to access past lives and a mul and a massive failure on both the part of your your you and your brother yeah okay yeah pretty much all right all i right. tried at least was there another past life story you had or is that all you have? No, I have I have more. Okay. I just didn't realize you wanted me to tell well, no, all my no, stories no. at once. I don't want you to tell all your stories because some of them we have to save for some other some other podcasts, particularly when we do our podcast on Akashic Record readings, because then we get to really talk about some of our fun past lives. Yes. Okay. But regardless, this is a good, a good, a good start. So um I'm trying to think. I I know that I've been told that I had some other lives as well. I mean, you you were told, I think, Hallie, at one point that you had a life as a teacher, that yes. you were going off and doing teaching and kind of rural Yeah, there are two kind of America. past live stories um that I kind of know more details about. And one was a, a kind of rural, you know, Western America kind of setting. Uh, and I was, you know, I had lived in this family that wasn't very wealthy, but I had gotten a decent education, um, you know, not an extreme education, but a decent one. I knew the basics. And at one point, my father had bought me this very old horse, which was, you know, kind of a big deal for our family at the time because I, we didn't have much money. And I used that horse to go around to the nearby villages and start teaching the children. Okay. Well, I had one where I was told 
Well, actually, I went back into I was again visiting with somebody who is working with this, and I went back in time and saw myself as a young girl, probably like eight or nine, living in a huge mansion. And my sense was that it was like a a plantation in the South. And I was um, on the second floor and I was kind of crawling on the floor and realized that there was somebody behind me who was bludgeoning me to death by hitting me on the head. And it was some sort of kind of abuse situation. And then actually in my vision, I died and suddenly left that house and was floating through sky and stars, which was kind of interesting that I kind of experienced a death, but I didn't experience a rebirth, but I kind of knew that 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 situation had happened to me. And I had this kind of interesting fascination with, you know, Southern plantations, you know, oddly, but not, not, your, in a, not in a good way. All of your reincarnation stories have so much trauma involved. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm like, here I was. I was like, oh, I was a teacher. And I, I know. You know, taught the children and, and oh, I was a chemist. And, you know, I didn't get to finish my book, but well, like, poor oh, thing. Well, thing. Okay. And you're like, oh, I was bludgeoned to death. Well, I know. Like, well, well, it's okay. just like families today. We all have our karma. We all have our dysfunction. Apparently, I had a lot of dysfunctional past lives. But the whole point of that sort of knowing this, just to be clear, going back to my first story, is the, the concept is if you can access these past lives. And I'm going to say whether they're actually past or not, I have no idea. But whatever these are, there actually is some therapeutic benefit because as they come up, you're able to process things and maybe they equate to something in your current life that you can can fix or heal or shine more light on or you know help you in some way to actually live in the present and not so much in whatever you might be carrying on. I have questioned personally, I, I have really been questioning, is there really reincarnation or are these memories, you know, again, made up by the mind as a way to try to address a particular trauma or heal something or are am i am i somehow tapping into the collective consciousness of other people's lives and memories that i'm somehow able to psychically see some of these things maybe we're more telepathic or communication like that or you know the, like the buddhists i've studied a lot of buddhism and they don't believe in reincarnation at the truest form of buddhism they believe that we are incarnated in that our energy will be, you know, never really goes away, but there isn't sort of a soul with a personality, so to speak, that will continue on. It's just that we turn into, you know, dust, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, then we might live on as part of a tree and help a tree grow or whatever. But I, I say all this, I have to say, I'm kind of coming back to believing in reincarnation after Hallie and I started watching this TV show on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Which is a great TV show. And I should also say, for me, I'm personally 100% on board with the reincarnation idea. I have no doubts about it in my mind. It just feels correct. It feels right in my body. I have none of this collective consciousness all right. Nonsense. Fair enough. But, but reincarnation for me is a solid deal. I think you typically have more faith and I'm a little bit more skeptical, which is why I kind of bebop around from metaphysical <laughs> thing to metaphysical thing and kind of apply them to life and see what's helpful and what's not. Because I honestly don't believe a, a, a belief that isn't actually true, because a lot of these things you can't prove one way or the other, regardless of whether it's true or not, if the belief system helps my life and makes me live a happier life or more peaceful life, then I'm all for it. Yeah. So I like the idea that we've had past lives together. Maybe Hallie and I in past lives have then we've been told we've had past lives together where maybe she has been the mother and I've been the child or maybe we've been sisters or 
whatever our lives have been. I like that concept. I've been told that in a past life, my son was also my son. But again, going back to trauma, he died traumatically at an early age in World War One. Yeah, we <laughs> have gotten a lot, uh, shockingly, again, for the fact that uh, Henry, my brother, is is a huge skeptic of all of this and really does not believe any of this at all. We have a lot of information on his past lives. I know, right? Because we get all we kinds of We get tons of information about him. So, um, you know, if he ever wants to know, we have- I know, he just doesn't, he won't believe it. Okay, anyway, this show. The show. show. Okay, the show. The show is called The Ghost Inside My Child. Which is is poorly named. Poorly named. It really should have been about reincarnation, but I think maybe they were concerned they were going to turn some people off, perhaps. Okay, but bottom line, we started watching this last week and just became obsessed. We have several more episodes to go because, first of all, there's multiple kids in every episode. So this is not just one or two examples or stories. Mm-hmm. Um, in the early episodes, the parents are all open to the concept of reincarnation. So, you know, maybe if you're skeptical, you're thinking, oh, well, they're planning ideas in the kid's mind or whatever. But in later episodes, there are families that are like, no way, no how, completely inconsistent with their religious beliefs do not believe in reincarnation, do not want reincarnation discussed in their house, you know, extremely, not just skeptical, hostile to the concept, even some of these places in even rural America where there's like, yeah, that's not happening. So these kids um, are having at the young, young age, like they're normal kids until about two years old. Would you say two, two, three? Two or three. And I should mention there is a concept uh, that, that kind of floats around out there in the metaphysical world that around two and three is the best time to access that past life memory. So if you have a child around two or three and like to ask them about their past lives, in the metaphysic world, that is the that is the best time to do so. Yeah, if they start talking about anything weird, ask follow-up questions, because that's what happens with these kids. So these kids, suddenly, they're kind of normal kids, and all of a sudden, they either start having these terrible recurring nightmares, night terrors, maybe they start drawing like very disturbing, traumatic uh, images. They usually obsess over something like a, a you like know, airplanes like airplanes or, or boats or, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, in the story, it, it tracks the parents, it ta- interviews the parents and it, see, it interviews, interviews the kid. You actually hear the kids stories and kind of reenactments. And what's crazy about this is these young kids, two, three, and, and then, you know, we'll have this, these nightmares and these behavioral issues and obsessions for an extended period of time. And they will even start, you know, repeating, they repeat the same stories. And then they start building on the stories and providing more facts and more information to the point, I don't want to be a spoiler, but to the point that it's stuff that no two or three or four year old would ever know, like details about World War One and the type of airplane that was flown and the name of boats details about how the Titanic was made. Oh yeah. For the kid who was on the Titanic. I mean, yeah. I mean, all kinds of crazy details that these children would never have had access to this information, never would have known. There's even an example of a kid at a young age, understanding German um, in this story. And anyway, what's crazy about this is not only do they have these situations, but these parents bless their hearts go out and actually investigate with the information provided, try to see if they can find a person with that name and the details who actually died in the past in these various traumatic events 
and in some cases actually track down who they think this person is the reincarnation of and in some cases actually go meet the family of the person who had died and introduce them to the like reincarnated kid and just so we're clear the kind of ethical issues around meeting the family seem a little bit odd and probably up for debate but we've only had one example of where they actually met the family so far and that turned out well so but 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 it's but it helps the child relieve the trauma to actually go back to the places where they think they died or where they had these traumatic episodes. And so these parents also bless their hearts are taking these kids and a lot of them who do not believe in this at all, but their child is suffering so much that they're willing to, you know, believe and try anything that they are even like flying their children to Iwo Jima in Japan to go show the kid where the, where the, the traumatic accident happened or taking the kid to the Titanic museum so that they could, you know, come to peace and say goodbye to that part of themselves and to live in their current life. And the young kids are saying things like, yeah, you know, before you were my mommy, I had another mommy and, you know, but then I died and I went to heaven and God sent me back to have you be my mommy, like stuff like that, that is really interesting, including a child who said that who didn't grow up in a religious family and didn't even know that there was a God of any sort, yet that was the language they chose to use, which was very, very interesting. Well, and also some who, who professed to uh, having watched their parents before they came down on earth to be in the their parents' child. Yeah, and definitely the concept that, that the, the these, these souls are picking their parents, yes. like, which is kind of an interesting, comforting thought that like my children picked me, they wanted me to be their mom, <laughs> even if I'm incredibly unusual and dysfunctional or whether I'm great or whatever, they picked me. So kind of they signed up for, for whatever it is I'm giving them. And so whatever they need therapy over about me later, you know, it's they they wanted it. They picked it. So. Well, to be fair, you paid for the therapy. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyhow, uh, no, I really wasn't that bad. But no, but no. fascinating show. Um, highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. And including on some of these episodes, the kids had more recent deaths, including a child Uh, who is terrified of tall buildings and airplanes because they concluded he's reincarnated from somebody who died in 9-11, who he has actually vivid memories of jumping out of the building at a high level and dying even before he he hit the the pavement. So ah, fascinating. I mean, I, when you hear it from these little kids and you see it on the stories, uh, anyway, I was hooked. And so now I'm like, okay. Well, we should we should also mention, and again, I really recommend you watch the show. It's just it's just interesting, you know. At, it's, at the end of the day, it's a good time. Um, but one of the things I also want to mention, just kind of about reincarnation, the metaphysical in general. I've talked about how around two or three is a good time for children to access their reincarnation memories. They kind of have enough of a language that they could speak about it is part of the reason why. But as they grow older, most people will forget their reincarnated memories, you know. The reason why these kids kind of hyper-focused on it and had more information um, is that most of them died a fairly traumatic death. And there's a talk about how traumas and fear from other past lives can come into this life. So talking about, you know, mom's first story, which was about the bugs and, and how that created a big trauma in her past life and she still had this weird food thing, that would be very consistent with that idea that your traumas from your past life hangover and can still affect your body and your physical reactions here today. 
Um, and so that's kind of why these ones, these children kind of more remember more details. Um, there's a couple children that we think probably are psychic in some way, shape or form, and that's why they remember their past lives. Um, but there's a lot more of them who seem like they just had very traumatic moments and you kind of get to see in the show, like when they come to terms with these, emo uh, these traumatic moments, and then they kind of forget about their past lives and move on and can live in this life. So we'll put the link to the show in the, in the, in the description of the podcast so that you'll have it. So you got to watch it. It's fascinating. But Hallie in watching this, of course, is getting on my case. Like, well, what questions did you ask me about my past lives and why didn't you do this? And interestingly enough, I totally did experiment on her when she was young. And because I knew that there was this time period where they might have some past lives, I didn't want to be leading but I did ask her questions, but I never got anything good. So I'm sorry you didn't, you weren't sharing any type of interesting past life information. And then I think by the time Henry came around, I was just sort of a tired mom with a three-year-old and an infant. <laughs> and then by then a five-year-old and a two-year-old and Henry was, you know, kind of a terrible twos and terrible threes. So I don't really feel like I, I wanted to go asking him questions about his past <laughs> lives. I think by that time I was just trying to raise my kids. But anyway. again, that being said, we've had lots of psychics and mediums comment on Henry's past right. lives. And right. we have tons of Henry past life stories. And I still get the comment. Yeah, you're not meant to see your past lives. Yeah, you're not meant to see your future. Well, great. Thanks. I'm the one interested in it and I don't get any information. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. Well, you know, anyway. Like, could be worse, could be worse. So that's all good stuff. Um, trying to think, is there anything else on reincarnation we feel like our listeners need to be aware of? I mean, I you, you should, if you are asking your kids, young kids or any young kids about their lives, um, obviously you're not, you don't want to lead them, but just say things like, they say things like, where were you before this? Yeah. You know, or who were you? Do you, before do this? you remember when you were born or, you know, anything like that? But usually they'll say something that triggers like an odd statement that suggests that maybe they're tapping into something else. And, that's, and then you follow up on the, odd you statement. ask tons of questions. All these parents did a really good job of when the kid went into those zones of saying, oh, really? Like going along, like it's a fantasy story. Oh, really? You flew airplanes. What kind of airplane did you fly? Like, oh, you know, you were in, you were in this location. What did it look like? Oh, mm -hmm. you had a house. What did the house look like? And then that's how these parents got all this crazy detail and were able to, you know, put together these various, you know, Lives like, I guess, facts to try to go hunt down and see if they could learn something about history in the event to help their child. You it know, was cope. very cool. Um, the only other thing that I will say kind of related to this is just a teaser teaser. But at some point, we will talk about the Akashic Records, and we'll talk more about our past lives and some of our past life stories when we talk about them. Um, but look forward to that, because the Akashic Record is a, supposedly a book of everybody's past and future lives. Yes. So, so. lots of stories around that, and you're, I think you're going to enjoy that podcast. I, the other thing I want to say about reincarnation is that what I've heard, I mean, in my reading is that people will tend to reincarnate in soul groups mm -hmm. so that people who are close to you in your lifetime, you tend to reincarnate with them again and again and again in different uh, relationships and different places and different ways mm -hmm. to help resolve karma or because you like reincarnating with them. Um, you know, there's again, there's stories about my son and my daughter both having past lives with me 
Um, I'm convinced that I've actually had a past live with my significant other and, and his, and, and, and the way that we relate and a way on those relationships. So people close to you, there could be things that you need to work out. Um, and there's even a story, uh, I think in one of those stories about a child who we thought, thought actually reincarnated into their same family. Like they were like the grandfather, grandfather. or the great, I can't remember, but that there was, was somebody, somebody in that family line that uh, they reincarnated as. So anyway, we're all into it right now and uh, top of mind. And it's fun to look at as a healing tool, I think. Yeah. And just for fun stories to tell and fun TV shows to watch, right? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Reincarnation is one of my favorites because it's it's just enjoyable to discuss. You know, you can, you, you'll never go wrong with being like, I was once told by someone that I was XYZ in a past life. Exactly. It's fantastic like, party it's like, story. It's not only a good party story, but I would love to have a party if everybody knew their past lives and you could do a come as you were party yes. and then you come <laughs> as your, as your favorite past life persona that you know about <laughs> that you know about exactly <laughs> not showing up with everybody's Cleopatra yeah. everybody is you know I don't know whoever I was I was it's, it, yeah, the best reincarnation stories and that's true for this TV show too are everybody who they found out who they think they are reincarnated of they're not special people yeah. they're not they're just know, some random they're just person. random people who lived including a little boy who came back and he was a, a, a he was a little white boy who came was previously a black woman and he you know, knew all of this information. So fascinating. All right. That's all we've got for this one. Um, keep listening. I hope you are enjoying our podcast and stay tuned for more fun metaphysical things to come. Bye everybody.